everyone, and welcome to the first video episode of Question. Possible answer. Uh, I'm Peanut. I'm Tog. And uh, we are actually joined by a very special guest today to uh, help us uh, kick off the celebratory episode. Um, special, it's fine. <laughs> no, you're so special, Jordan. Don't have yourself for No negative talk alive here on the show. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, it's our first episode on video. Um, it's awesome. Um, before we jump into it, a couple of things to talk about. Um, as always, find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, just search for question, possible answer, and we'll pop up eventually. Uh, look for that little symbol that's up there in the top right corner. Um, and that will be look for there. Uh, send your emails, question, possible answer at gmail.com. Uh, Jordan, you've got a couple of projects. Uh, what you got going on? Uh, a couple is uh, understating it just a tad. I work on so many things. It's not even funny. Um, but the most important thing that I'm currently working on is a new show called Beyond the Galaxy. It's short for Tales from Beyond the Galaxy. We just say Beyond the Galaxy because it's easier. Don't know why we did that to ourselves, but here we are. We... Um, we took an accidental break this last week because um, we just all had some stuff come up. We had just come back from a convention. We go live on Twitch every Wednesday at 7.30 Central. We all live in Texas, so we use the Central the central Standard Time. Uh, the best time zone. Really the best time zone, period, exactly. Um, and it is me and my friend Anna and my friend Tracy. Uh, even though we all live in the same place, we still do it like remotely from our homes because, you know, just getting home from work and having to try to get to each other, it's just, it's a little bit of a hassle right now. So, you know, we're still, we're still doing the Zoom slash Streamlabs thing like everyone else is. Um, and it's great. We talk about Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Game of Thrones, blah, blah, blah. Anything we like, we pretty much talk about it and it's great. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'll be sure to, uh, we'll have links to all of that and stuff once this episode actually goes live uh, on YouTube and on our other uh, podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, you know, wherever you find your podcast, you'll be able to find it there. Um, and I guess this is our first video episode. There's a good chance we're going to get some people watching that don't really know what we do. So just a quick little recap for everyone. Um, you know, we here at Question Possible Answer, what this podcast does. We talk about some of our favorite movies, but we don't just discuss the movies like, oh, that was a great scene. No, we try to bring a sense of realism and a sense of real life to these movies. We try to avoid the whole plot thing and just focus on the actual like. So, so, you know, like, uh, so for example, you know, today we're discussing Transformers, but like in the past, we talked about, one of our big topics we talked about is Star Wars. And um, one of the biggest things we talked about in that episode really become a running factor was the, you know, what if uh, Watto had accepted Republic credits? You know, that would have changed the story completely. So we kind of went down that storyline of how the story would have changed. Uh, we introduced what we call the Jedi Railgun Theory. Um, that's a very long conversation to try to get through that one. So go back and find that episode for information on what that actually is. If um, you're a D&D nerd, just think Cobalt Dragon, and it's the same thing. <laughs> but, you know, just a lot of, you know, we add a lot of little fun twists to it. Um, and so we asked Jordan to come on board uh, for this episode. He recommended Transformers 2007, uh, starring 
I just forgot their names. Uh, Megan Fox, Shia LaBeouf, Tyrese uh, Gibson, uh, Josh or John Duhamel. I'm sorry, I forget the first name. It's one of those two. It's a J O name. Um, Josh, that's Frankie's husband. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I mean, but has such a great list of actors, actresses, and just performers all around. You know, so many that couldn't even get named. Um, so starting off, I guess we'll just kind of go around. We'll toss it to you first, Jordan. What was your thoughts about this movie going into it before we start branching our storyline? So the first time I watched it, I was like a, a child. I don't remember how old I was, you know. So I was very easy to impress. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. Um, you know, robots blowing each other up, fighting each other. I'm there. Uh, as I watched it when I was older, I was like, same, same effect, I'm there. Um, Transformers is one of those movies for me that was like, like very easy to digest in a sense, if that makes sense. Um, I don't I think, I, I tried not to think too hard about it when I watched it. Um, not to say that it's not complex at all. It's just one of those things that I like. It's a it's a comfort movie, I guess you would say. Um, Shia LaBeouf is great in the movie, and so is Megan Fox. But like Shia LaBeouf's parents made the movie for me. Okay, <laughs> like love it. They do an job. I'll give you that. Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah, that I mean, I've been a fan of Transformers forever. I haven't. Been consuming a lot of Transformers media this year. I don't know why, but I still love the franchise as much as I love any other franchise. I'm currently. Todd, your thoughts on uh, the Transformers first watch? So, again, as a kid, you know, it's it's just a classic because you know I remember watching the cartoons as a kid, had the action figures and all that. Um, Casting wise, whenever it first came out, I had zero complaints with it. Um, as time has progressed, I'm not the biggest fan of Megan Fox. Like, I, I feel like they're a different actress, would have been, <laughs> but at the same time, I also understand what they were trying to go for there. And I mean, things age, things get better, things don't, yeah, but uh, I. There are quite a few scenes that I absolutely love from the movie. Um, when we were doing our rewatch the other day, uh, it was late and all that, and we got to the point in the desert and all that, and it's okay. I've seen enough. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say I kind of agree with you on the same point. You know, Megan Fox, not my favorite person in the world. I feel like there's someone else that could have done better, but for the time when the movie was made and. For who I was as a person then, I loved her in that role. Uh, I think, yeah, first time I watched it, I was actually in the Air Force. And so, like, you know, got some information. So it was like, got to see a lot of uh, similarities, I guess, you know, between the Transformers world and the world that I was currently experiencing at the time. Um, so, you know, I was a big fan of the F-22 because I was learning how to work on them. So getting to see them in the movies was awesome. And, but yeah, great movie. You know, like you said, Jordan, the parents are really a big selling point for the movie. The, They're so the, funny. Mother, the mother alone was just amazing. You know, and yeah. just like the concept of keep off the grass, which became somehow a running theme throughout the movie, which I thought was just going to be first 15 minutes. Okay, we're done with that. 
Yeah. Um, so I guess, since we're on the topic of the parents, um, if you had to recast this movie in any way, who would you put in those role as the parents? Uh, we could argue you're remaking this movie in the 80s. It's being remade now. Same time, you know, so anyone is on the table. I love and hate these questions. <laughs> right? <laughs> Especially whenever we don't talk beforehand to get them lined out. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have one. Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher. Because I want to see more of their, that alleged dynamic they were talking about in her book. <laughs> um, you know, I, was, I think they could be a good, uh, I think they could be funny parents in the Transformers movie. Why not? <laughs> I can see that working. Yeah, yeah. Todd, what you got? Mm, I'm going to need a minute. You, you go ahead on this one. <sighs> well, I was hoping to not answer this question because I don't have one. Matthew wasn't trying to answer your own question. I asked the question. Other people give the answer, you know. Question, <laughs> possible answer. I possibly don't have an answer this time. Uh, I mean, you have no idea how hard it is for me not to cuss. I mean, I'm, I'm trying so so, 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 while you're taking your thoughts, <laughs> I've got one. Um, this is actually, this is someone that I was going to recast into another role, but, you know, because we just recently got done doing Den of Thieves, um, and Jordan, you were mentioned in that episode, by the way, because uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in that episode, and that similarities around the Kenobi and your little poster that was made, all that got brought up. <laughs> Um, I, I would him. take O'Shea Jackson Jr. into this movie. Um, initially, I was going to have him recast as the uh, the nerdy science guy that's in the bedroom. You know, I felt yeah. like I felt like he could do that role pretty well. And uh, honestly, uh, what's her name? Maggie, the blonde uh, computer geek. I would recast as our friend uh, Hannah Ray. I, yes, <laughs> like I, I think she could do pretty good in that role as well. Uh, I know I'm not answering the question I asked, but I did offer up two other recasts, so I feel like I'm I, I'm covered. You know, mm, I guess. So I have, I I have a, a dad that I'd like to see, but I don't I don't have his counterpart. But I'd love to see like Peter Scolari as the dad. Okay. So that, and I, I think that just stems from like as a kid watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids and all that. I feel like he makes a great father figure, but I also feel like he, he can do the comedy side rather well. So, but I, I don't have like a counterpart for him. That would be just that that sass. Okay. So, and I, I do feel like he needs the sass. Yeah, we you definitely do need to have the sass of the father role because I, I don't remember his name. The the uh, father for this movie, I don't have IMDb pulled up. I was not prepared. Oh my gosh. Yeah, pulled up. Um, well, I'm just write the dad for this movie. Oh, um, it, it was something done. I think it's like Kevin Dunn. Uh, yes, Kevin Dunn. Okay, yeah, I th like he, he did amazing, and then you know, just the back and forth that him and mom both have was a beautiful play. It was Kevin Dunn and Julie White. But uh, let's talk. Uh, you know, this is a high school movie. Really, so high school experiences. One of the biggest issues that I have with this movie is how Megan Fox's character, Michaela, is portrayed. You know, because say, you know, there are those high school snobby girls. Um, 
but if you go to school with one of them since kindergarten, they're probably not going to forget that you go to school with them. And then very quickly, she goes from being the stuck-up snob to, oh, you're my best friend. But I, I will agree with you. I do feel like that we went to school from kindergarten is a way overplayed trope that they don't – because, I mean, you got to think, elementary school, you have, what, uh, 32 people per class, and you see them all day for four yeah. or five years. And, you know, I, if uh, – you know. If she does become one of the snobs, it's not going to be, oh, are you new here? It's going to be like, you don't to me. Yeah. You know? They're going to remember you from that one incident in third grade that's going to haunt you for the rest of your, you know, life. Oh, you mean like being in the corner whenever your mother confronts you asking if you're uh, having your personal alone time and you have to stand up to break the tension? Are you speaking from personal experience? No, I'm speaking from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me shit. Wow. Jordan, your, your thoughts on this? I okay, so I kind of have a different thought. Uh, I think a I high school snobby girls come in all in all different arrays, and I feel like while yes, it's generally not for a snobby girl to be like, I don't remember us going to school even though it was through kindergarten. What about your best friend because we went through this life threatening situation? Okay, cool. I know some snobby girls who like genuinely forgot who i was for like a year or two like i shit you not oh oh i'm so sorry because i know i'm not going to i have to edit that out <laughs> <laughs> but no i i'm just saying like i know girls who are like mean to me and everyone that I knew and then like either I left or they left for like a year or six months or whatever and went to another school or whatever and then came back and now all of a sudden they're just like oh my god let's be best friends like you literally bullied me through my whole childhood and now you're acting like you didn't do it I'm confused <laughs> I'm confused for me because so I my graduating class was a thousand, hundred people plus, something like that. Yeah, we were about like twelve hundred or so. Yes, yeah. my large high school class, and I will admit, I was one hundred percent the trench coat kid in high school. Like I wore a three quarter duster and all that. Uh, I looked homeless. I had the nickname Hobo Phil at one point in time. And do you need a hug? <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. He, he gets all the hugs he needs now from his dog. Okay. But I mean, I, I was always very nice. You know, anyone that wanted to talk, I had no problems stopping to talk to him. I got to school super early, 7 a.m., and I just walked around and I just tried to talk to people. And so a lot of people knew my name, but they didn't really like me, you know me. And mm -hmm. there was some stigmatism and fear because, you know, I looked homeless and like, if anyone was going to snap, it was probably going to be me, but that never happened, obviously. And since then, I cleaned obviously. up a little bit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> cleaned up a little bit. And I've had quite a few of what I would have considered the, the snobby girl from high school and all that, that just gave me shit, come back and try to find me on basically Facebook and all that and message me and try to rekindle friendships that never existed kind of thing. Which I, I, I found interesting. I don't know if you all had the, the same experience. I, I've been the one reaching out to the snobby girls in high school, actually, to try to make a friendship. 
and they just never respond to what I say on Facebook. <laughs> Do you sense. need a hug? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I could use one. I don't know the next time we'll see each other, though. So I'm not going to give you a hug. <laughs> Bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. Because I'm, I'm not going all the way to Europe for celebration. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going either. Uh, by the don't time have the money. Tickets, uh, like, yeah. I, I had money set aside. And by the time I got on there to get tickets, they were already down to only having like a one day availability. That's I like, insane. I was like, I'm not going to Europe for one day. Yeah. <laughs> ben, ben watched me there to work on his hat, apparently. The way I almost cussed again. Because <laughs> I, I said, screw that. I was about to say. Yeah. But yeah, so in the transformers world let's just say you know because they do a really good job i feel like about talking about like the events of history and how you know the transformers fit into that world you know the hoover dam was built around the allspark and has the, you know and they explain why it's so thick and concrete and mm -hmm. stuff like that so let's go around the board you know and who would you be in the transformers world you know or you know do you align with the autobots the decepticons are you a neutral you know and to start that off, to give everyone else some time to think, I'll go and give my answer first. Um, towards the end of the movie, there's the uh, highway brawl. And there is the little kid that's like nine or ten years old who's just like, oh, mommy, that's cool. And she's trying to protect him. I am that little ten-year-old boy. <laughs> um, and I would probably align with the Autobots. But, again, you know, I wouldn't know until it actually happened and was forced with that decision. Uh, I'm an Autobot, okay? Optimus Prime is the motivation king, okay? I was in the theaters ready to get Megatron's butt. Mm -hmm. I was ready. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so, I'm an outlier. Um, I, I am a neutral party. Oh, I thought you was going to say you was a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if anything, I would have been like the, the old Decepticon from the second one that was in the Smithsonian. The uh, Jetfire, I think. It was yeah, Jetfire. yeah. I love it, okay? I will say my biggest issue with this movie, since you bring up Jetfire, you know, since he did switch sides. Yeah. My biggest issue with the first movie lies in Ironhide. Because based off old lore of Transformers, he was an Autobot turned Decepticon. He was a betrayer in the midst. And we never got to see him make that betrayal throughout this entire series. You know, and you call that being picky fan service bullshit there. Now, now we're all on the board for using the language. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm still clean on this one. No, 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 you're not. I caught you earlier. Did? Yes. What did I do? What did I say? I, I'm not saying it again because then I'm up too. <laughs> but uh, but you know, so call that you know that fan servicey call out or whatever you know. But that was something I really wanted was to see Iron because it that first movie you kind of see the setup. You know, they're outside whenever the house. You know, they're, he's inside trying to get the glasses and Ironhide's like, "You want me to kill the the parents?" You know, he's always ready to jump to aggression, which is a Decepticon trait. So to me. At once we got the second one and the third one was announced, I was like, oh, we're going to get the Ironhide betrayal. And it never showed up. Yeah, instead he just died. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I think he does die in the third one. Yeah. It, it might have, he might have died in Egypt during the second one. I don't remember. It's been a while. 
but but you know it's that's something that i personally wanted to see i also wanted to see them bring the mini cons into it or whatever they were called yeah. but i i feel like they kind of did with the with the Einstein little RC truck guy and all that. The Einstein little RC truck and then the little jukebox thing that came out of the cop car. Like I, 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 I feel like they were there was definitely like a start for it, but they just they didn't do flourish it right. They brought him in yeah. with that, but they didn't do what they did in like the animated series. Yeah, which was depending on the minicon. Um, and feel free to jump in because it's been a long time since I've watched this particular series of Transformers. But yeah, you know, they would align themselves, you know, with whoever found it and activated it, and then depending on the minicon, would give you a power boost of some sort, like. Starscream had one that gave him additional like uh, shoulder thrusters or something like that, rocket launchers and stuff like that. But from that same series, they also adopted the Optimus Prime and Jetfire Fusion or whatever they called it in the series because they brought that around in the third movie as well. So I have a question. Uh, and it's a little bit off topic. Possibly. It's still, still on topic. So, and I think we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier while we were watching it today, but... How does the U.S. government explain the damage to infrastructure that happens in L.A. during the events of them trying to met, you know, trying to get Sam out, as well as, you know, going down the highway from the Hoover Dam to L.A.? Like I've never really been out west, but I I know that's a major roadway that goes through there because you know that's Las Vegas to L.A. and all that. I feel like the kind of damage that happened to that highway, it's kind of hard to just explain away. Like, not to mention, this is this is the early age of camera phones and all that, so you know people were recording stuff. It's it's MIB level hush hush trying to get things squashed at that point. Like, how how did they explain that away in in in, in the second film? Um. I think they just kind of let it happen, like you know, because in the second one they, you know, the the Decepticons take over the news anyway. And they're like, you better get bring me Sam right now. <laughs> so I think it's one of those things where they were just, and of course, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's one of those things where they were like, y'all see it happening, we can't hide it. Sorry. So I know in the second one, you know, because he goes to college in the second one, and he has that little group of people. And they do have a couple of scenes where they talk about the events of L.A. And there's the, like, undercover dark web website, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, that is ran by, if I remember properly, Seymour from Sector 7. Yes. Runs that website. Uh, um, Simmons. Simmons. Seymour Simmons. Yeah. Um, but so a lot of that gets explained away as, uh, I believe, like, Photoshop video editing, stuff like that. But for the infrastructure side of it, the only thing I think that they could use to explain that away would be a giant training scenario gone wrong. Because at the end of the movie, you have the training scenario. Everything's a training scenario. Because at the end of the movie, you also have, you know, the mini mid-credit scene with mom and dad, the stars of the entire movie talking about how, well, this is America. They're not going to lie to you. know, And like, they're blatantly lying to the camera. <laughs> So you know they've reached out to other families that were involved, and so they're all being paid hush-hush money. You know what yeah. you'd be fooled? 
it, it, it's it's that scene from Iron Man one and all that where uh, Rhodes is, is giving a briefing to the press and all that. An unfortunate training exercise. Yes, yes. That, that that was my thought going into <laughs> that statement. But I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, technically no. Um, I guess uh, I, I know we don't have a lot of time with you today, Jordan. So we're trying to rush through some of our topics. Um, what was your favorite scene? I guess you could say, or your favorite moment of this movie, and if not from this movie, from the entire franchise. Anytime the robots transform, because I'm like, that shot must have cost thousands of dollars for this little 20-second little transformation that they keep having to do. Um, and I just like looking at all the little details uh, of a transformation, especially Optimus Prime, because he's like this 18-wheeler and then like this several-foot-tall man leader robot thing that's what he is a man leader robot thing i said it um it's canon and, said it it's canonized yep or every time they like fight and then like transform and then they like transform again and do some more fighting i just you know like i said it's not hard to impress me with transformers it's not question okay go ahead possible answer would he be non-binary, or would he be binary since he's kind of a computer-based? That's a question yeah. for... I almost said Michael Bay like he's the one who invented Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the only reason I would say that they still play off gender roles and stuff in the Transformers is I, you don't see it in the first movie since uh, most of them appear to be... Uh, male based you know yeah. based on you know deepness of the voice muscular etc cetera, etc cetera. but in the later ser later movies um you have the uh the bike triplets i don't remember their actual mm. category name but uh they are they appear to be presented as female yeah mm. and mm -hmm. i think there's a couple of others that are also female presenting but in this one i would say they're all neutral i, I would say there are i mean by all technical terms, they're non-binary, aren't they? Because they don't. But they produce. If they're computer-based, then, then they have and to they, operate off some kind of binary system. <laughs> so they're binary slash non-binary, um, reproduced through touching of a cube. No, I, 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 I say that. I say that because we don't know what OS they'd be running off of. Technically, in theory, they could, oh, yeah, because, they could be trinary. Because not, the operation, no, not the operational <laughs> system. They, 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 don't, they don't run off Linux. It's okay. Not the operation. All right, so I guess for our follow-up episode, we're going to have special guest Michael Bay to try to explain away all these reasons. Look, you get that booked, I'll, I'll be there. If I get that booked, I won't be there. I'll be unconscious in a corner for excitement. Not unconscious. Um, so a question that I had. Possible answer. Um, so they take on the form of vehicles of different size. Does their weight change accordingly, or do they have to go out and find a vehicle that matches like their weight, their weight class? Their weight class, you know, because Optimus becomes a semi. You know, could. Could he have had the option to become a motorcycle? Would he have to hit the gym before he did that? You know, like, are that are those restrictions in place? I, I 
I think it has to be of not necessarily like a similar weight, but just a similar overall size because you have, you have Jackson, the first one, who is on the smaller side as robot form. And he, I want to say he's a Pontiac Solstice. He he does take one of, you know, one of the fast, speedy cars. Yeah, but he also gets ripped in half by Megatron. He does. That said, I, I, there was a long period of time where I wanted a Pontiac Solstice because I wanted a convertible. And it was, you know, a nice two-door sportsy-looking car, despite not really being a sports car. So what are your thoughts on this uh, topic there, Jordan? Do they have to hit the gym, or are they just free to choose? Well, first of all, everyone is always free to choose, okay? This is America. I don't know. I never really thought about it. I'm going to have to double back. I've got a follow-up to this, too, but I feel like that might also break the brain. Oh, no, give it to me. Okay. Um, I thought Jordan's back. like, nope, not here on that one. I'm good. I'm sorry. Set it up properly. Okay, question. Possible answer. All right, so obviously, you know, he's a semi. Uh, I'm going to focus on Optimus Prime for the right. topic of this. All the right. semi fight, Optimus versus Megatron, or whoever he was fighting there on the bridge. Yeah. Um, so we know he's the size of a semi. Yes. And we just brought up weight classes. Does he weigh the same as a semi, or does he have some other type because of his exoskeletal design? Because I feel like if a semi fell from 300 foot onto a bridge, I know there is some structural soundness to that bridge. Yes, but I still feel like it Optimus would. Prime would have enough weight and velocity because inertia is a property of matter. I said it before you could. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like that should break through the bridge, and we never see anything that catastrophic. Most we see is a wall breaking, a wall being destroyed, or a crack in the ground. So we don't know what kind of metal he is composed of. So he, in, despite being the size of a semi, he could be heavier or lighter than a semi. And I want to say most uh, big rigs run around the 20,000 pound mark. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Um, I, I would say, I'm going to say like 17.5 without the trailer. So it's 20,000 before you put the trailer. And I want to say the trailer goes up to 50, over 50,000. You have to have the uh, heavy load on it. And the only reason I know that is from loading steel for a couple of years. Um, but I, I don't know that exact weight mark, mark um, because we don't know what kind of metal they are made of. It could be of a lighter density or a heavier density mass. We, we don't know. That's hard to say. Um, I had another inertia one that we talked about earlier that I can't remember. Uh, oh, no, I remember what it was. So... This is just speaking from like a military background. I don't know if you have any background on that, Jordan. But I I, I know from uh, a lot of the training that I've done and all that, whenever you receive incoming, you're supposed to get low. You're supposed to hide from the blast as best you can. Oh, you're, you're bringing up the percussion thing. I am. I am bringing up the percussion thing. So they have... So much incoming, especially from like the F-22s, there's that scene where they're, they're taking out Megatron and all that. Those rockets would produce such a force that the percussion itself, if you're within a certain range, not only would knock you flat on your ass, but would also potentially kill you with shrapnel. And that, that's never something that's really covered in the film. Like... 
you know, I, I, whenever I uh, ask Michael Bay to come on to, uh, you know, do the sequel episode to this episode, I'll be sure to put uh, that comment in the email. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> something about explosions, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So, but basically your question is, how come the shockwave blast never affected anybody? Yeah. Or, you know, more or less. And I, I'm falling back on my usual argument against this that I hate to use, but it's still my usual. Magic, shut up and enjoy it. <laughs> Even though we're here to dissect and analyze, I don't have an answer, so I, I use that as my fallback. You know what? You can you can edit this out later. No, I can't because we're on video now. But well, fuck you, Dave. I will find a way to edit that out. <laughs> you know, viewers, you just witnessed a skip in video. Uh, Todd used a lot of language that was not allowed for us to post on uh, YouTube. It was one word. It was one word, but it was a strong word. <laughs> I gotta give you hell sometimes. <laughs> um, Jordan, do you have any like any fun fan theories or anything like that? Because I know we're getting close before we gotta get you out of here. So, what are you to ask any questions? I think I, in the next Transformers movie, whatever it comes out, my mic just like fell and like made a loud bump on my desk. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, but, I'll edit it down. No, you won't. I know. In the next movie that comes out, Shia Buff's gonna return, and we're gonna be like, "Oh my God, it's Sam! What the heck?" And he's gonna do like a little crossover with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, and it's gonna be great. Oh, that actually brought up uh, something I was I was brought up with you earlier, um, Jordan. You're familiar with the uh, fans wanting the Transformers Fast and Furious crossover? Yes. Okay, if, and this is a very strong if, if it was to happen, Tyrese Gibson, does he play his Transformers character or his Fast and Furious character, or do they pull a parent trap Lindsay Lohan and make him do both? That was my trap. That, that was your idea, but, you know. <laughs> test, his, test his acting ability. Parent trap it. Parent trap it. Can, can, can we do the parent trap where it's they're acknowledging that it's the same actor for both of it. Like it's, he, he's switching places. You don't know which, whether or not he's playing Epps or, um, I just forgot his. I haven't watched any Fast and Furious in a while, so I forgot his name. Oh. But continue. But whether or not he's playing Epps driving or, um, his, his Fast and Furious. I gotta look that up now. Give me a second. Really Roman. Of, Roman, that's right. Roman or Epps, depending on which vehicle he's driving, how he's dressed and all that. Because I think it would be funny to see Epps dressed how Roman does driving the car and then Roman acting as Epps in a military fashion. That would be so confusing, though. I would like to have them both be like Roman in the yeah, put Roman in the driver's seat and Epps in the passenger seat, so it's him acting against himself. Yeah. But driving like Optimus Prime or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, it looks like we broke your brain. You all right there? <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, we're, we're trying to make sure we hit all the corners for our first episode for, you know, the how weird we can get here. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I know uh, we're losing you here pretty shortly due to uh, time constraints. You have uh, prior commitments. Um, yeah, I got too much to do, and quite frankly, not enough time to do it all. But it's fine. 
Have you tried turning it on and off again? Uh, several times, actually. What you guys do is you got to pull the cartridge out and then blow it and then reinsert it. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, but we can leave that in, huh? Yeah, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah we can. Uh, uh, so I guess... Uh, I'm telling you. You can tell everyone. I don't work for them. Okay. Good. <laughs> as long as you know. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know who. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, you know we're cutting this one a little bit short. Uh, our average. I'm so sorry. Like, I'll stay longer next time. I promise. Oh no, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, this is also on us because we had a slight delay on our end as well. I will complain. I mean, yeah, fault. it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all Tog's fault, even though I sent the message that we're running late before he woke up. Um, but you didn't wake me up. You're an adult. You can take care of yourself. You're not wrong in that statement. Um, so one last time before uh, we get you out of here, Jordan, uh, let everyone know, you know, wherever you want to give them access to follow you and the shows that you're involved with, also the parent network that that's involved with, et cetera, et cetera. You know this field. Yeah. So the show is called, the full show name is called Tales from Beyond the Galaxy. And you can find that on Twitch. Just type it out on Twitch and you'll be able to find it. Um, the Instagram and Twitter are Beyond the Galaxy Pod. And those are the only three places we are right now. We're working on YouTube. Uh, might do a TikTok. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel tomorrow. But yeah, those are the main three things you can follow us on. Um, our parent network is the Star Wars Underworld. Uh, the oh, y'all almost cussed again. <laughs> I don't care. It's all him. I mean, um, no, but no, those people are great. They, you know, you got the Star Wars in the world. You got Hand Ray side. You got Ion Cannon, and all those beautiful people over there. So make sure you go check those people out as well. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. It's it's really nice to meet you. I don't know why Peanut ever, you know, keeps all his, you know podcasty friends away from me because you know uh yeah i don't know i'll explain that away right here on camera now that we've got the camera here you were gone for the past year on a contract job so i had to fill your seat with other guests i mean you're not wrong and then i had the opportunity back in may to go eat some cajun food with this wonderful man that's joined us as well mm -hmm. um that also got me drinking again, by the way. <laughs> oh, I, I thought that was entirely no, my fault. No, no. As long as I can blame it on someone else, okay, I will. Well, it wasn't my fault either, so. No. Really what happened was we sat down, and I was like, you know, I can have one beer, and I'll be fine. And then I was about to order my second beer, and everyone was like, yo, good to go. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess we're leaving. Survey says <laughs> That did happen. We were like, okay, so we're just going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the leaving did happen uh, fairly quickly. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, I met Jordan. We've known each other a little bit, you know, through the Facebooks and the socials and all that stuff leading up to Celebration. But went to Celebration, and he was the first person that I actually ran into which yeah, I was supposed to get you from the airport, but I had issues yeah. with my car, so I wasn't able to get one. So, you know, it just, we hung out from there, went to Bubba Gump's and had a good time that ran into Chris and Hannah, I believe at the same moment as well, leaving Bubba Gump's. And just an all around good time to steal uh, Dominic's line. <laughs> um, yeah, right, right. 
But yeah, so for us over here at Question Possible Answer, yet again, uh, send your feedback, any questions, any movies that you want us to cover. Uh, send that to questionpossibleanswer at gmail.com. I'm Todd. I'm Peanut. This is Question Possible Answer. That's not what we were supposed to do yet, though. Oh. I was trying to throw you the sign for this plug so you could do that one. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. I don't, I don't see any of that on my screen. You, you don't? Oh, wait, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this. I, I, I try to throw him plugs. Uh, we're signing off. Yeah. <laughs> He's got things to do. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to keep him lying on. We have to. It's it's all right. Well, if, if it's okay with you, then I'm just gonna burn through them all real quick. Yeah, go right ahead. So yeah, like like I said, off the top, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Question Possible Answer. Uh, yet again, this is our first video episode that Tigger won't upgrade, so it does not say video, but it should because it's not our first episode. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever platform you're listening on, find us on YouTube. Uh, leave us a like, a comment, subscribe, do all the good stuff. Leave, make it honest though, because like a question, we might yeah, have a possible answer. Exactly, but be honest in your feedback because we can't get better if you don't tell us how to get better, and that is what we are doing our best to achieve. I want to make it Air better Force for answer. everyone. It's not the Air Force answer. I don't work for them anymore. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I guess uh, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Peanut. I'm Todd. I'm not. I'm Jordan. I <laughs> threw that one right at you. And this has been a question. Possibly. All right. You all have a good day, everybody. Uh, we'll see you around next time. Bye. Have a beautiful time. <laughs>